It's the middle of the night, around 3 a.m. And I have to go to the bathroom, and suddenly there's just light everywhere, really bright. There are three bright orbs of light, each bigger than a plate, in the hallway. kind of wakes me up. It's definitely jarring. It's kind of blinding. So, what's the story here? Why are these lights on? Why this particular hallway? And how can it be that a college like Williams that prides itself on sustainability would leave lights on all the time? I thought maybe this could be for security reasons. So I talked to Doug Schlafer, the sustainability project manager at Williams who works in facilities. Doug's been at Williams for a couple years now and is involved in most energy-related issues that come up in Williams buildings. Uh, It's probably driven by code. So in common corridor spaces, we have to leave lights in place and on so that uh, there's a visible path to any exit out of the building. We really are restricted by whatever those particular codes and the way they're written. It's pretty much from a building safety standpoint. He's referring to Section 10.8 of the IBC, which basically states that lighting and means of egress, or exit ways, cannot dip below an average of one foot candle. Hmm? Okay, so what's a foot candle? A foot candle is the illuminance on a one square foot surface from a uniform source of light. So basically a measure of light intensity. Hmm. For example, the average classroom might have about 40 foot candles of light. Well, the lights that stay on are for security purposes. That's Dave Chapman a custodian in Sage and Presky, and one of those people who meets you once and can recall your name and backstory when you see him again. And for access, they're on through hallways and um, stairwells. So you don't want a light in the hallway off when people are trying to walk through. I think David pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Um... And that's Lisa Olson, who was a lead custodian at Presky and Sage and talked to me at the same time. Just in case if there was a fire or something and students needed to access the building quickly, they wouldn't need to fumble in looking for a light switch. So that's the answer, right? Building code. I'm thinking to myself, this is kind of a dead end. But then, I talked to Tim Sears, building inspector for the city of Williamstown. And as it turns out, There is nothing in the wording of the code that prevents occupancy, vacancy, or motion detector lights from being implemented. And in case you don't know what those are, occupancy, vacancy detectors can sense when there are people in a room and keep lights on, and likewise turn them off when the last person leaves the room. Motion detectors detect, well, motion, and will activate lights as long as there's been motion in the past, say, 20 minutes. I talked to Doug about the possibility of motion detectors and occupancy vacancy sensors. There's not a lot of opportunities there really uh, from a lighting standpoint other than probably tackling more common spaces that maybe get more use to reduce that energy in the first place and then try to look at sensors um, as a supplement to that. We could try that and see if it works, but that's just like more things that could go wrong 
having, say, motion detectors or, or people messing with the motion detectors. So we really would like to just have them on all the time. We always try to uh, go with the most efficient technology if possible. Uh, we've got a trend to move towards LED lights everywhere on campus where we can. So we try to go down to as low a wattage as possible. In some cases, those could be 7 watts per light, um, which isn't too bad when that adds up over the course of a year. This raises a whole set of other questions. What is the impact of lights that constantly turn off and on? Are they saving enough money to really make them worth it? Who's to say they'll work when they need to work? Well, the short answer is motion detectors do save energy, but not as much as you'd think because they are in standby mode for most of the day, so they continue to operate even when the lights aren't on. You want to use motion detectors in rooms of lower and medium frequency of people, where lights won't be on all the time, otherwise there's no point in a motion detector. Okay, wait, but how did we get here? We heard students' concerns about bright lights waking them up at night. And installing motion detectors doesn't resolve students' initial concerns about bright lights and trouble falling back asleep. You remember Ben and Marika from earlier in the segment. Well, they had some ideas about possible solutions to both the sustainability and student concerns about these round-the-clock lights. And by the way, I thought here might be a good time to mention that I took a poll in my entry and found out that the large majority of my entry mates were bothered by the lights and overwhelmingly would prefer them to be motion detected. Just something to think about. Anyways, here's Ben and Marika with some thoughts and possible solutions. Um, the motion detectors are great, and I feel like particularly for reducing overall light usage. Um, one thing I think that might help as far as overall electrical usage and also for um, like people's ability to not be like generally woken up would be um, like dimmer switches and or like variable light conditions for different spaces. Yeah, I guess to solve the like jarring light problem, having the light set to dim and motion detector at night would help. Her solution solves two problems, unnecessary energy waste from lights and student discomfort. So technically, I found a solution to this problem, but it's not really the answer I looked for when I set out to investigate these lights. Turns out, lights don't really make a dent in Williams' energy use because their lighting is already pretty efficient, and students' concerns are understandably kind of secondary to security concerns. That doesn't mean other institutions and households shouldn't be asking these questions, though. But here's another important lesson. We shouldn't think that we've done our part in fighting climate change when we remember to turn off the lights when we leave a room. Let's stop pretending to fight climate change and start actually making an impact.